All right, welcome, welcome back to Between Two Halves. All right, so Nathan and I were actually able to catch up and do the podcast in person this week. Uh, we thought, eh, we're both on holidays, let's go meet up at the pub. We hadn't seen each other in person for a while. Um, so it was good to get around each other, have have some beers, and actually talk to each other face-to-face for the first time in probably like six weeks. So it was great. Uh, There's a little bit of an issue, though. <laughs> um, technically speaking, the, the first probably five minutes of the podcast, the audio is absolutely terrible, and I apologize for that. We're going to put it in there anyway. Um but feel free to skip to probably around, I'd say probably the five, three to five minute mark. Around there, we fix the audio up. But um, yeah, so hope everyone had an amazing Christmas. The Boxing Day football was back in a big way. And uh, well, that's what we're going to talk about this week. So hope you enjoy. So I don't think I've seen you in person for about seven weeks. Since I stopped playing. Probably about seven weeks. Seven weeks. How was your Chrissy? Yeah, it was good, mate. Good. Just family stuff. What about yourself? I had a lot of driving. That seems to happen this time of the year. Driving up the coast and back down. That oh, was good, but it was good. Yeah, that's good. That's There's nice. a lot of football going on Boxing Day. Oh, fuck yeah. A lot of goals. <laughs> what, the best I think the highest scored game? What? Six, yeah, 6-3. Six, oh, what a game. game. What a game. Madison. Freak. Madison's good, man. I, I, like, again, we're going to get later. We're going to most overrated play, isn't it? I think he's got to be up there. Oh, I don't know. He's had the season poor. He's come back good, but he'd probably be in the talk. Definitely in the talk for me. I don't know. The way he was playing against City. Literally set up all three. And some of his changes. Get around him. Get around him. Get around Well, he's got up, what, 5-0 against... It's good, but it's Norwich. Well, you've been saying this the whole. We've been saying this the whole year. You've been saying that you think they're going to go down. I've been saying I think they're going to be okay. And hey, now your team scored five goals. Hey, they are going down. What are they? They're sitting twentieth in the ladder on ten points, two wins, four draws, twelve losses, negative thirty-one goal difference. Mate, <laughs> thirty-one. Don't forget that one. Don't take the goal. Don't take one. They are. They fucking suck. But could we buy Arsenal again? Like we just keep on going. Look, and Saka, I wasn't a fan of Saka at the beginning of the season. You were raving about it. Damon Smith, bro, you were raving about him. I wasn't too keen. And then this morning, I watched the, watched the game. And I'm like, Great. Mate, Saka was fucking rad. I would have hated to be back. He was just turning him inside out. Yeah, I've been saying I've missed Brendan Williams, but he, was, he didn't do too well against Saka. Okay. <laughs> we West Ham, Southampton, which was also a five-goal five thriller. Yeah. Southampton, out of the bag. Southampton, coming come back well in the last four or five games. They're fucking good, too. Ward, Ward Prowse, him on set pieces, is fucking ridiculous. He, yeah. he, that free kick for them to score. Oh. oh. He just, go on. Best nice. free kick taker in the world. 100%. Taker. Max. All right. After talking about Madison, just fucking putting two in the top corners <laughs> out of his last two freaks. Ward Prowse is better. Scoring him. <laughs> then we had the Tottenham Palace game, which was Zaha losing his fucking lid. Oh. Are you pushing him like that? Like, he threw drag, st- ragdolled him to the ground. Like, it was a bit of a flop at the same time, but still. I don't you, understand why. You're on a yellow. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> and, um, uh, that's that's him done for a while now because he's going to Concat for Ivory Coast. 
So who's going to be out for a while? Mate, Palace are missing a couple of players. Jordan Ayew as well. Um, they've got a couple missing, which is going to hurt them. Yeah, it's going to be a big fucking loss for them. Like, I yeah, didn't deserve that game, but um, Tottenham weren't too crash hot. I mean, Lucas Moura. Moura, good man. That was a, a goal and two assists. Two assists. And an all the goals. And a goal. And his speed. I think it's the aerodynamics. Like, because he's gotten, <laughs> he's got no hair at all. He's just fucking gone. He's just gone. But yeah, Spurs definitely deserve to win that game. They fucking just dominated from start to finish. Uh, they had a bit once. Uh, goals in the Premier League now for him, so that's good. Fucking three. Yeah, three. <laughs> Ten in the season, but I mean, he's scoring in cups now, but he seems to be hitting a little bit of form. And actually contributing, which he has not done all season at all. So that's good, but that's good by them. It is good by them. I'm look. Kane's first goal was great as well. Tidy um, finish. It was a tidy finish. The only issue I had, Kane just didn't seem to do much for the rest of the game. But nah, I I think he's getting into form and he's playing a bit better. His link up plays a bit better, but like I said, he just needs to get more on the ball a bit more. Oh uh, yeah, he just yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. He's a bit passive these days. Yeah, a bit more passive these days. It's I don't yeah. know. He's not the player that he. He's not. It's definitely not the player he used to be for Tottenham. I don't know if that's intentional. But well, I think this game he he hung up front a bit more rather than drop freaking deep. Yeah, I think hurts their team. Like it's when, good because they got running behind. Yeah, but stay a bit higher, and yeah. then you can link them in easier. He's not. He's. Yeah, he tries to play Cam more than he tries to play straight out number nine. Yeah, it, it does hurt him more than it, than it helps him, I think. Yeah. But yeah, Lucas Moore is just killing it. Speed, aerodynamics, as you said. Sun, again, getting on the Sun's good. getting on the score sheet as well. Trying to hit some form. I don't know, it was a good game. Yeah. yeah that was a good game, despite uh, despite Wilfred getting a, getting a red. <laughs> it, was still a, it was still a good game. I hate to say it, but I'll give Spurs credit as an Arsenal fan. They, they played all right. They played. They played better than they have been in the last couple of years, like the last couple of months. Years, say years. Years, years, yeah. The trophy. No. <laughs> then we had Austin Villa three a uh, three one to Chelsea. Oh, mate, I thought Chelsea were all right in this game, but Villa did play okay. But did you see um, Lukaku that last their the last pen. goal? The pen. Oh my he god. He bossed his speed, strength, power, he came skill. On a half time, right? Yeah, he yeah. is. So good. They they missed him so much in the last couple of months, and I think I remember seeing. I think I saw an article last week before he came back, or when he was fit, but he didn't get put in the squad. And they were saying um, that who's the, who's the coach again? Uh, Tuchel. Uh, Tuchel. And Tuchel has realized what Manchester United realized a month like years ago, and I'm just like, that's a fucking joke. He is a king of a fucking number nine, and then he comes out and proves it. Scores a goal in the first like ten minutes of the second half, and then. Absolutely bossed the rest of the game. And as you said, like that last pen, like he had no right to win that ball, the first challenge, and he had no right to get in front of um old mate and win the penalty. Yeah, hundred percent. And then bossed it through. How he doesn't take the pen bar. Like if I'm Which Jorginho, I, I would, aren't you giving it to him? Like he's already by the way, I, the the way, I couldn't pen. see I did not realise I was Jorginho without the gold hair or without the silver hair. <laughs> well Jorginho scored the first pen. And then you had uh Lukaku scored the header. Yeah. Good header. Ming. Piss poor fucking defending. Oh, oh yeah. Mings has been not great this year. They need. No. They... But then, does all that hard work? It's the end. 
Which is genius. I'll take it. Give it to Lukaku. Give it to Lukaku, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's get him some goals to get him. Wasn't a great pen either. It, it nah, nah. always got his nah, His first it. one was good. First one was the good. Second, second one, one was bad. I mean, I think it's maybe it was just because the keeper picked the right way that it looks not as great. I mean, he still beat the keeper. Yeah, what do you think of his uh, little jumping penny does? Why is everyone doing that these days? Like they're all trying to like, they're all trying to like decide halfway through the pen which way they're gonna go. I don't know. I don't know if it's to. I think it's to make the keeper think, and then that delays him a little bit, and then he's uh, uh and then he'll go. But I don't know. Oh, you too long. Just I feel you got more chance of missing. Jumping in the air and then coming down at the ball. They're like stabbing at the ball as they hit the ground. Yeah, just fucking bury it in the side. Just fucking put it in the side net in. I, 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 I hate the whole thing. I don't understand why they do it. Where's the hell out of me? I mean, uh, like Bruno's way of doing it as well. He hits it before he even hits. Like he hits the ball before he puts his planning foot on the ground. And that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, and, he and, didn't, and he didn't do it when he played for Lisbon. That's what no. I noticed. I was watching his goals because, I don't know, when he had that mad year in the Euros and scored like 30 goals in the Euros, a lot of them were pens, but he didn't do it. It wasn't until he came to United that he started doing it. It's only really stepped up in like the last year that everyone... Everyone decided that this is what we're doing. Okay, mate. I'm not a fan. Just step up and fucking... Just bury it. Side Just fucking bury it. We had uh, Brighton-Brentford. I don't think either of us watched this game. <laughs> no, not really. It wasn't really... To be fair, I wasn't that interested in it, but... Either of us. There's I too mean, many other games to watch on the same yeah. day. And Brian 2 0 win. Sort of expected Brentford hitting a bit of a slump. They like came they started, out strong. Yeah, yeah, they, they came out real strong. Everyone's still talking them up. Like they're still. No, they're not getting, they're not uh, getting any results. Not and, even, and again, the same they should. Yeah. I mean, they might get lucky. They're one of the. I'm going to Concaf. True. Either United only have a few, but they're like bench players too, though. Yeah. And that's the same with like Burnley. Burnley as well, um, mm. but um, it was funny because see what Klopp said about Burnley and that. What did Klopp say? Uh, Klopp came out and pretty ragged on Burnley because on the international break they never have players go away. It's unfair. Our players go away and have games and have to come back. And he's like them saying it's just because we got better players. No, it is. You got fucking better players. You got bigger squads. You got, you got way yeah. more money. You got a lot more money. Burnley don't get. find anyone ever. Yeah. No, that's right. That's that's a that's a bit of a cop out from him there. But that's the same as what they were. Um, was it, was it Liverpool who were also saying the same thing about the COVID that we were talking about last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, they were talking COVID. Yeah, now they're like, oh yeah, but we've got players out from COVID, but we still have to play our game. It's like, come on, man. Like, and Klopp was talking about the subs and all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Speaking of that though, we we I think we do need to talk about how. The rest of the leagues in the world are still doing the five subs. Yeah, hundred percent. It should be five subs in the Premier League. Well, okay, I I don't know. I don't know if it should be five subs, mainly because the last time they did it was because they didn't get a preseason, which I understood that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time they had they had full preseason and everything. Like, why? What? What's? I can. You can say okay. I understand you're saying that like we have more players out and aren't able to play because of COVID. Like they just put on the, the non-able, not eligibility list straight away, even if they could be fit. Yeah. But like, I, and you're putting in players who maybe don't have as many, as much game time, but it's still like, I don't know. I feel it should still be three subs. I reckon it should be five. Like, I think you're looking at the, you're looking at very early in the season. It's to stop players getting injured. If you've got players out, like you've got normal, but you've also got this COVID. So they'll be out. So you've got to play, Players maybe play every game. Um, every game, they have more chance of injury. So at least having five subs, 
able to rotate them around. Like Stevie G talked about, about he had to play Ashley Young than he'd like. Ashley Young like 36. I forget he's even playing in the EPL exactly. these days. <laughs> but he doesn't play him every game because he can't. Yeah, right. So he wants to have more subs, but then if he does play, I can drag him off after six minutes and I can save his legs for the next game where I'm going to need him. Well, yeah. So I think in that aspect, it's better. But like, I, I still got a squad. We've still, so, we've still got a squad. It's, there's literally no difference. Like there's only a, a tiny difference between the last, besides last year, like every other year in the EPL. You, you still had your preseason, all the players. The only difference is now you've got some players who get put off the lists without any hesitation. And I mean, I don't see that as much of a downfall. Like I, no. I don't see as much of a reason to, to then put in a, a three-sub, a five-sub rule for the rest of the EPL. I said, I think it should come, but make a good point in like everyone's got you got yeah. your thing. We had the full preseason. You had the full preseason. And Every club half, has heaps of money. The whole um, half of the season has been yeah, fine. It's yeah. only the last couple of weeks. And if you're worried about that, we're literally like a couple of days away from January. Buy some more players in. Yeah, buy some more players, dude. <laughs> and um, I was, oh, some teams are fucked up, anyways. This because um, like Watford. Watford have like four players of their start going to conquer. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm surprised about. Yeah, oh, I mean, I didn't, some of them, I didn't think they'd have as many. Some of them are minnows. <laughs> true, true. But like, in the, it's the same thing with the COVID and the injury, and the, they want five subs. But you've got a squad. If you haven't signed well enough for these issues, like everyone knew COVID was going to be here, I guess. So find some more players in. Everyone yeah. knew you're going to get the yeah, standard injuries every year. Everyone knows all these African players are going to go to CONCAF. Why haven't you planned for this early in the season? Like you, like I mean, you said, CONCAF, maybe... CONCAF is on a normal rotation. They all know what's going to happen. Well, it's all going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Get around it. Buy some more players in. Yeah. Yeah, and then... <laughs> I can see that going down a slippery <laughs> slope, though, because then people will be like, don't buy the players who are going to be playing in that CONCAF. This year. Yeah. It um, becomes a bit of an issue with that. that yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, uh, and then we we had the one thing we missed as well was the Newcastle United game this morning, and my God, United is shit. Hey, <laughs> I, I got up and I seen it was one nil to Newcastle in the first five minutes. In the first five minutes, and good goal by Saint Maximum. Yeah, it was a good goal. And I thought it'd be it's a one nil Newcastle. They need the win, and nothing makes me happier than seeing United lose. But they brought it angry. Back. They brought it back. I mean, it's a good draw for Newcastle. It's a great draw for Newcastle. I, you know, I, I do feel sorry for Newcastle. I was listening to the commentators and they, they all agreed Newcastle deserved a win there. And they really did. I mean, they only had 30% possession of the game, but still, uh, they made some amazing chances with it, especially in the last five minutes. Did you see? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They were just... The, 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 the looking dude. I forget his name. Shelby. No, not, no, no, <laughs> Shelby. The one who came on. Um, I forget his name. Uh, what Gale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm on flat white. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Hey, we're doing it at a pub and I'm getting a coffee, mate. It's too early for beers. Pub and getting a coffee. What a joke. It's too early for beers. What anyway, a joke. You talk about United game while I do this. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, it's like they pushed. They really pushed. And you look at the stats, both teams had 13 shots and Newcastle had eight on target compared to four. Like, that just tells you getting counted too much because their obsession still was not high. He's getting caught. 
you know, and it's dumb mistakes by defenders normally that are costing you games. Yeah, it was it was very much counter-attacking football by Newcastle. We, we always knew that. That's the way they are, which is completely fair. The only um, our backline weren't doing what they needed to do. Maguire was still a bit shaky. Varane was back, and it was he was great to have back in the squad today, which was good. Um, but then we had um, Dallo do some stupid shit as well. But look, I'm look just looking at the stats now. So you've got he's hit way more long balls. Newcastle, yeah, 71 long balls. Yeah, that's, Bruno, to, that's Bruno picking up the ball every time trying to do it. I think he's in trouble because he's like to play a bit more for attacking. Yeah, against these shitter teams who go, no, 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 no. You have the ball. You have the ball, yeah. Have the ball. We, don't, we don't know he what to do. You want the counter. We don't know what to do when we have the ball. Like, as um, what, it's the commentator who commentated the game, an absolute fucking muppet. <laughs> he was talking about how. um. United haven't turned turned around a corner since Ragnick, and if it was still Ollie, we'd be in crisis mode and blah blah blah. Fuck off! We've won the last we've what won two of the last three games. We drew this one, and our possession um our possession stat has gone through the roof compared to our last games before that. We if we lose the ball, we're regaining it within the next two or three passes. I think we have turned a corner, but I do have to agree that United don't know what to do when they have the ball. Like they. They freak out. Like, they're, they're used to only playing counter-attacking football. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to control a game, like a City or a Chelsea. Um, but, yeah, this, it's just, nah, it's just okay. interesting. I, I think, I think, I don't know if he's, I think he's definitely playing. playing. Playing better in regaining the ball. We're not playing better when we have the I ball. Think he's playing. You're playing. As soon as you lose, we're going to get it back. Fucking, like, four passes. Yeah. Obviously, he's need to get better at keeping the fucking ball, the ball and yeah. what doing with it. But I think in January, I wouldn't be surprised if you go after a striker. We're going after a couple maybe, of wonder kids. Maybe a Just to strengthen. And then if they fit the idea of Rack. Which they will, because you're only going to get players he knows of. Like I said, he's not. It's also not going to end oh. at six months oh. like an interim manager yeah. does. He's he, The philosophy he's putting in now is going to stay with whatever manager we get in. Yeah, 100%. And I think they've done him only for six months. He knows after the six months, they'll have their pick. Oh, yeah. There's a Even lot coming up. Even if they're in a job. Yeah. It makes no difference. Like, at the moment, it's hard to get people. Like, if you went after Zidane or... or Zidane, like Ten Hag from Ajax. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. But... I'm it's hard getting, to pick up now him. because they're going well in the Champions League. They're going to win their league. Like, yeah. he wants to finish the season. Oh, and with Poch, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to wait to the end of the year. So he's coming in now, setting a plan. Similar to how and City were in Pep, yeah. they had a, for a year and a half. That was coming. Yeah. And we're going to buy these players. We're going to set you up. The no, club's going to run. How do you want it, Pep? We'll fucking do it. Yeah, how does that go with... There's obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if they know who they're getting already and they're already in talks with him saying, Who do you want in January? 100%. And like, how does that go, especially if they're at another club? How do you think that goes? Is that, is that breach of contract? Is that like, is it all hush hush? Does it just happen and everyone knows it happens? So I it's think okay? it's more acceptable if they're coming from a club that's not Premier League. So I think it wouldn't happen really, really from Premier League club to Premier League club because of interest in that. But Especially it if you're trying to bring players from your own club. Exactly. <laughs> it would be more a fact that Ragnik will 
have a list of players he wants. And got a coach in mind. He'd be talking to that coach 100%. And he would be going, okay, I'm thinking these three players. Boom, boom, boom. They'd go through it together. And then the coach probably have the end decision. But yeah. it'd be like, he'd give him two or three players to pick up. Not going to be like, I've got 10 players for you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You've yeah. got two or three. And they fit the mold that you're going to play. Or fuck off. You're, yeah, you're playing my philosophy. Now the United. Yeah, which is, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. It's good. One of the things I also was thinking about with um, interim managers, because managers bring in their own coaching staff, right? Yep. How, like, imagine being an interim manager who comes in for three months and you bring your whole coaching staff. They've come from all over the world. They've come from <laughs> whatever, like La Liga. They've all gone, all right, fuck, we're going to cold part yeah. of England for three months, six months. How do you, how do you feel about that? Like, that would be a hard fucking life. But they get... They get paid well for it. That's, they get well compensated. That's they get well compensated. Especially, I, the only yeah. thing is, like, especially, then they're gonna get shafted again. Like, but in the case of Man United, Rag needs putting the people in place. Whichever coach comes, he might be able to bring maybe you? a few, not maybe many, maybe but the, maybe a head assistant. But... Well, oh, not even that. See, they got two assistants at United at the moment. They got. Uh, they got. Good question. Uh, <laughs> but I know they got two assistants. Like so one of the guys doesn't even turn up on game day. He was at United before. Right. So he is pretty much, he's counted as the assistant coach, but he takes trainings, mate. Okay, okay. So he's a trainer. And then they have the assistant coach who does go to training, but he is the game day. Right, okay. So like they've got, they're just splitting roles and Ragnar's in place that, how it is. Yeah, when you okay. Make, um, so you might be able to bring, that's about it. Right, yeah. Fair enough, that makes sense. All right. Well, that's uh, that's the Boxing Day recap since uh, we had so many fucking goals. <laughs> like, what, what is it? What are we on there? The twenty eighth. The twenty eighth. Yeah. And there was been what four games with about how many goals? Well over. Oh, the, well over. And then you look at um, there were still three games called off. And there were still three games called off. Um, you know, I'm I'm so happy that as much as I hate City and I hate Arsenal. Sorry, Nath. I'm glad they provided the, the amount of goals for the rest of the league who couldn't play. Oh, it's ridiculous. Were those but, um, games called off COVID as well? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, of, of COVID. Fuck. So, it's, it's literally ruining fucking everything. Oh, 100%, man. I, I thought, I thought we'll, I'm sorry to bring this back, but I thought we were over COVID, especially like the rest of the world. They were over COVID a year, a year ago and then no one cared. And now it's like just climbing his fucking <laughs> head back. Almost ruined Christmas in Australia. It's, yeah, it's um, it. But... Yeah. You know, it's just what you have to do with. We were talking about Leeds last week about oh how good they are because they're still playing and they just got injuries for COVID. Now they're hit with COVID as well, so oh, they got no fuck. players. They got no they're one. Thing. But talking about how many goals, you know, City are averaging a goal every twenty six minutes in the Premier. That was insane. Twenty six minutes. Crazy. Twenty six minutes. That is giving shit to Sterling. I know. Scores. 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 Right. That's literally in my notes here. Sterling with two goals. I'm talking talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, fuck Sterling, bro. As soon as I saw him score the first, I was like, oh, Nathan's going to bring me, sir. <laughs> See, what's going to be a good test? The City. Arsenal. Arsenal meant to play this, uh, tonight against Wolves. That got postponed because Wolves are now got COVID. Right, that so, was a quick turnaround. It was, like it was, a, a, it was a day and a half. <laughs> um, and it was literally, it's, it's going to help Arsenal, but because now they're going to break. They're going to have at least a couple of days off before playing City, and that's going to be the test for them. 
that's going to be, okay, can you, you're beating all these fucking minnows like Norwich and that, and you're drubbing them, you put it to City. I, I'm, I'm not even that confident, but as long as we play well, I'm going to be happy. You know what I just realised? What? My laptop's on 5%. It was on full when we first came. All right, we're back. We are back. Uh, we are. Uh, luckily, Nathan brought his laptop and we just hot swapped everything over. <laughs> Lucky. And we got beers. And we got beers this time. Uh, after after uh, Nathan's been chewing, chewing, and then I've been having a coffee, but now we're having beers. Perfect. Oh, well, that was a nice little wrap up, and then. And now we're going to start here. All right, so what do we have left for the rest of the episode? Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about some things that have happened this season and things that are going to happen. So, most underrated player this season. Oh. Let's talk about it. All right. I think my most underrated player this season has to be Damari Gray. Yeah. I think I think he came onto the scene like in a big fashion for Everton, especially when they needed it. They needed him. They needed him badly. He's come on and absolutely killed it. Yeah, I don't, true. I, he's getting a lot of respect, but I don't think he's getting enough respect, especially for turning around that club in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> turning around the whole club. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> putting, putting him on his back and turning him around. And then he got, did he get hurt in the last game too? Uh, I think he was close. Yeah, he came off injured, I think. But yeah. they reckon he's good to go. Reckon he's good to go? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could have picked an underrated player. Like, I think James McCarthy. Thank you. I'm going to say James McCarthy, Crystal Palace, has been really um, solid. Solid, or maybe even um, Hughes from Palace as well. Palace have had some good players this season, like Gallagher killing it. Yeah, uh, Kayate, uh, Saha's been alright, Edwards coming and he's been okay. I don't know, yeah, I reckon I'd probably go for them boys. One of them boys? One of them boys. Um, so then that leads into most overrated player this season. Overrated player of the year so far. Um, I know who you're going to say, so let's you go first. Ronaldo. <laughs> Look, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Look, I have to, I'm going to have to agree with you. It, as much as I love Ronaldo, he's been hyped up to shit. I mean, he scores a lot of last-minute goals, and he does a lot of work for the team, but he also is a detriment to the team in some of the things that we have to play around because of him. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anyone knows, that's my baby crying in the background. I don't know if you could hear it. Yeah, but she... oh. I'd say Ronaldo or maybe even Bruno. He hasn't done much oh. this year. No, I think he's been playing that. I think he's trying to slot in where he needs to slot in. No, I think, that, I think again, that, yeah, but I don't think it's his fault. I think that's because of Ronaldo. True, true, I, true. I think that... It's more of a case for Ronaldo being the most overrated player. Yeah, true. true. Um, um, I think someone else who is also probably being one of the most overhyped players of, this, of the year is uh, Jorginho. Yeah, yes and no. Uh, I just, yes and no. He's, he's good. He's great. I just don't see him being... I, I, the, him being in that Ballon d'Or discussion was... I, I don't know. I didn't think see that one for me. I disagree with that. You disagree with that? I disagree all with right, that. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, let's go into most underrated team this... Underrated team this season? Um, Palace. Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to go yeah. Palace. Palace or Villa as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Or Villa. Palace or Villa. Palace or Villa. 100%. I think they started off a bit shaky, um, yep. Palace and Villa. And then... Um, 
United smacked them five 0 or something <laughs> like that. And then after that, I think they came into their stride. Except for last week, this week they just came, they just went. That's the red card for you. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I think they were underrated this season. And Villa as well. I mean, they got rid of their manager half halfway through this this year, but. Look, I think um, DVG's come in and turned him around again. Yeah, and Patrick Vieira at Palace. Like, yeah. everyone had him in to go down. The amount of players they lost yeah. and all that. Nah, they've done well. He's Picking up Gallagher as well. Yeah, picking up Gallagher on loan. They're good. I think that's, yeah, locked in. We both agree sort of there. Yeah, um, in. Into most overrated team this season. Now, I've got a controversy one. Oh, I was going to say, I've got a controversy one as well. This team were talked up hard for the first five, six games of the season. But they haven't done anything since. I'm going to say Brentford have been overrated. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they were rated highly, though. But after their first five games. After the first five games, everyone thought they were going to be mid-table. Like, is, yeah, that, is, mid-table. That, but is that overrated? They sliding hard. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> one that is a bit controversial, but yeah. Who do you reckon? I was going to say Chelsea, especially the back half, the back half of this, this year. True, true, true. They, they were on top by a lot the first couple of weeks, and now what? City are clear by six points? Yeah. So yeah. uh, they've dropped points where they should not be dropping points. Uh, yeah, true for a team that it was them or pretty much City going to win it this year. Yeah. So I I think, um, and I mean, they play well, but they don't, they don't, they don't dominate the way City or Liverpool do. Yeah. For them to be in the top three and be rated as high as everyone rates them, I, it, scared, it just doesn't scare me a little bit. It's just like, you know what I mean? It just... Oh, no, I just think they're a bit overrated, yeah. like recently, especially the last couple of weeks where they haven't been performing. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. Okay, let's go into best buy of the season. Best buy has to be. Are we going to include loans? Yeah, I'll include loans. All right, include. So it's got to be either Demario Gray or Gallagher for the best for the best buyers of the season. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, I think. I also might like to shout out Ramsdale. Has he bought this season? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Didn't even start his first couple of games of the season. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, you've got to put him up He's, there, too. You've got to put some respect on his name. He should be England's number one. Oh, yeah. Could yeah. Be. Pickford hasn't been playing that great. No. And, uh, yeah, I think he's got to be in with a shout. It costs your, more costs than Damari Gray, obviously. But... Was your... mid? Was your... Um, Odegaard was bought this season. Odegaard was bought this season. Was also... Um, Tommy Atsu, the right back. Tommy Atsu and the left wing, the Brazilian. Um, no, no, no. Martinelli's been in the club for a couple of years okay. now. Okay. He's, he's, just, he's just in and out, in yeah, and out okay. of the team. Um, okay, worst buy of the season. Worst buy. Um, Only because he hasn't played. Play. Only because he hasn't played. Doesn't play. But when he plays, he's good. How much he costs us? Like 40 million, 50 million? A lot. A lot he had a yeah. year left on his contract. He's an aging centre back. Yeah, but then played. But he say he say the same thing about Silva. He's an aging centre back, but he's one of the best centre backs right now. Kills it. Yeah. And he's not on as much as Varane. That's true. It's true. <laughs> Look, I, the worst buy of the season. Maybe. Uh, I would have, until the last couple of weeks, I probably would have said Sancho. Yeah, yeah, because, that's a good shout too. Because he, he didn't come into his own. I mean, obviously, coming, everyone who comes from Bundesliga to EPL always takes, a little, always takes a little bit of time. Yep. But I coming, like the last couple of weeks, same thing. I think he's done amazing in the last under Agnick. So yeah. I, I, that's out there. But I think... <laughs> it's hard. It's I, tough. It's I, tough. Keep, I keep bringing it back to United because Ronaldo just changes the team too much. I think. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that is his biggest detriment. He's scored a lot of goals. I think he's, I think he's overrated, but not the worst I still buy. don't think he's the worst buy because 
mm. paid fuck all for him. You're paying him yeah. a fuck load. We're paying a fuck load, paid fuck all for him. But I guess he's giving you some goal return. He's just overrated. He's, he's not overrated. the best who, in the world. Who, who else was bought this season? Who else? Was, yeah, who? Wasn't much transfer. There wasn't many Especially for them lower clubs going around. There wasn't them bigger ones. Wasn't so, bigger ones. Um, yeah. Thank hey, you. Um, just small food. food. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, better, we better actually get your... I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, let's go into who do we reckon will be top four at the end of the season now? Top four, City, Liverpool, Chelsea. And the fourth spot is going to be up, up in arms. Who's there now? So, Arsenal. Arsenal's there, there now. now. I think the way Arsenal have been playing the last couple of weeks, I think they'll be up there. I think that'll be top four. Yeah. I don't think it'll change know. either. I think yeah. the I, only thing I'd say is Chelsea finish second, Liverpool finish third. I agree. I think that I think that's the way it's going to be. I think Tuchel knows knows how to play a team in big games. Yeah. So they've got a hard they've got a hard schedule coming up as well. So I think um I think if they can pull a couple of points over the City and the Liverpool when they're still going to play them, I think yep. that'll that'll put I them think, in second. Um, Tottenham are in with a shout no, for the spot because they are three games in hand over Arsenal and six that. points behind. Yeah. Um, they've, Conte's been playing them well, but also just depends how they go over this Christmas period with COVID and all that. That's true. It's, but I reckon the top four doesn't change. I think the top four stays the same. I think United, I'm praying that they make it into that fifth spot. We'll yeah. see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think that's that'll be the... That'll be the Relegation. In order of last first. Oh, fuck. All right. Norwich. You, you're still on that Norwich, Norwich fucking table. I think I think uh, Newcastle are close to coming last. Yeah, but I, they're going to spend money. They've won. They're going to yeah. spend money in January. Yeah, but it's still going to take time. Like Again, a couple of players aren't going to change everything. Mm. I don't know. I reckon, I reckon it's going to be Newcastle. Last. Uh, last. 20th. 20th. Yeah, hi. Norwich. And then Watford. Okay. I'm going to throw something in. Norwich to finish last. I'm going to say Watford to finish 19th. I'm going to say Leeds to go down in 18th. Oh, okay. There's injury written. Actually, you're not. You're in a slump. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm going to change out. Yeah, I'm going to change out Watford for Leeds. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the COVID and the injuries that have just come through. It's going to take them a while to recover from all of that. It's, yeah. Unless they get a whole bunch of they games could get in that hole and just keep going. Keep going. Um, Yeah. That's our last prediction. Oh, who do you reckon is top goal scorer at the end of the season? Kane has scored 17 goals in the last couple of weeks. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Kane's at got the three moment, goals there. Salah is on top with 15. Jota is second with 10. Insane. And Vardy, nine. I think, Dan, eight. I think the way... Rafinha, eight. Speaking of Rafinha, he just supposedly signed for five million, 55 million. Jesus Christ. That's going to hurt Leeds. That's going to hurt Leeds. <laughs> I... I think um, if Lukaku can stay injury-free, yep. it's back end of the season when Chelsea are going to be pushing. Bag a hatful. I think he'll bag a hatful. I think he, he's not going to get golden boot, but I think he can get up there. He's on four goals at the moment. Yeah. I think Dean's a lot to catch. even with... Oh, I think, he, I think he'll get up. I hope he gets up there, but I don't think he's going to... He's not nowhere near going to get first. I'm, I think Salah's going to end up winning, no doubt. I'm going to say Jota. With Salah going away for... Oh, you're not wrong. Going away concave. He's five behind, but he's in second. Yeah, he's going to play the majority of the games. He's going to play the majority of the games. Yeah, I think, yeah, I can see that happening. Jota coming up second. Oh, coming up first. Um, who do we reckon for assists? See, Salah's leading this too. Uh, <laughs> With uh, nine. He's up there too, isn't he? He's oh, eight. Yeah, and eight. Then, um, and then Bruno's still up there. You got Jesus and Pogba, both on seven. Pogba doesn't even play. Pogba hasn't played in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Jesus doesn't even really play. Yeah. All right, um, yeah. Uh, 
I can see t again TAA making it. Yeah, making I it reckon Trent will just keep, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep I think he'll up. come back with a couple more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, who do we reckon's getting player of the season and young player of the season? Saka, play, uh, young player of the season. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Um, player of the season, especially if he keeps scoring goals, probably Salah. Yeah, I think Conca's going to hurt him. I'm going to say young player of the season, I, Gallagher. I of Con Conca. Gallagher, yeah. young player of the season, or Smith Rowe. No, but he's been in and out of the squad recently. Still bagging goals for fun, bro. The goal he scored this morning was dog shit. He's fifth in the league goal scorers. He's on eight. Is he actually? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and player of the season. It's actually tough, eh? Jorginho is going to um, be up there. I'm going to throw out a defender. Reese? Rudiger. Rudiger? Yeah, actually, especially with his assist recently. It's hard to say. Or Arsenal biased. Ramsdale. Give it to a fucking keeper. Who's going to get Golden Glove? Ramsdale. Ramsdale? Ramsdale. He's one clean sheet behind Edison, Edison at the moment. Yeah. That's, but yeah, I think, yeah. It's, many, this it's last out of them two. It's, it's out, out of them those two. two. Yeah, 100%. That has conceding too many goals. Yeah. Not his own fault. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. And then who's the in Liverpool keeper? Um, uh, Allison. Allison. They still concede. He still concedes too many, yeah. which is interesting, especially with their, like, he likes to have. come fucking just running out for some odd reason. Just don't he know does. what he's doing. I still love the meme of Edison coming out to halfway and playing the ball around and Pep just like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Hey, he's like fucking, he's a messy of goalkeepers. Yeah, messy of goalkeepers. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's it. I think that's it. I think we'll do, when's the next couple games? Do we have a, do you have an episode between the next round? Uh, no, we do not have an episode between the next round. All right, we'll do, we'll do our round predictions real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right. So we've got Southampton, Tottenham. I think Tottenham going to come out, especially after a win. Spurs. Spurs, Spurs. win. Uh, Watford, West Ham. We'll give it to West Ham. Yep, West Ham as well. Palace and Norwich. Palace. Uh, Palace. Norwich going down. Leicester and Liverpool. I think it's going to be a tight game. That'll be game of the week. We'll come back to I'm that one. Yeah, we'll come back. Uh, Chelsea, Brighton. Chelsea. Chelsea. Brentford City. Fucking City, City by a lot. City by a lot. Everton, Newcastle. This will be a good game. I'm going to say Newcastle. Everton is struggling. Newcastle actually played all right this morning. Um. I'm going to say Everton. No, they didn't play all right. They played good counter-attack, but they didn't play all right. We'll see. But we'll get, I reckon, Everton. <laughs> and then United-Burnley. United. Yeah, I'm going to say draw. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, fuck you. All right, we'll go back to the Liverpool-Leicester uh, game. Um, this is tough. Because Leicester really fought well back they against played, City. They scored three goals in 20 minutes or something. And, like, um, they just... They, oh. And Liverpool yeah. can be leaky at the back. They just can't... The only thing Leicester can't do is defend corners. Body likes scoring against big teams. But Liverpool aren't greater corners. And how many players are you going to have out? You, I, don't, I think Salah's gone for that game. I he's, think your money and Salah are gone for that game. I'm going to call a draw. So I'm going to go with Leicester. Oh, yeah, no, nah, he might be back. He's at the game after that, he might oh, be gone. Okay, well then Liverpool 3-2. Uh, no, nah, Leicester played well. I'm going to say Leicester with uh, no, no, a 2-1 win. Draw 2 all. Love it, love it. All right, well, that wraps up the, the Christmas recap for between the halves. Again. No, no, I'm not putting the first recap. I'm not putting yeah, the first part in there. <laughs> but yeah, all right. I, I hope everyone has a, a great Christmas and an amazing New Year. Thank you guys all so much for the support this year. It's been amazing. Um, it was a lot more than I thought we were going to get, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. Like, new listeners, some some people from different parts of the world, which is good. Different parts of the world, a few sponsorships we've had this year. So it's been a, it's been a great year. 
yeah, let's um, make the new year even better. That's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. See you guys next week. Yeah, cheers. All right.